Okay. I didn't decide whether I was going to hot intro with you sitting right here, <laughs> but <laughs> we're winging it. Katrina, welcome to Podcasting Curious. Hello. Hi. Oh, yeah, because I also, oh man, I'm so excited about all of this. Thank you for doing <laughs> this. Of course. Should I just be making romantic eye contact with you the whole time? I mean, I prefer it, <laughs> at least for the intro. Yes. Warm me up with your <laughs> intense first day eyes let's talk about the fact that we accidentally matched okay um we the did. pants we have to like lift here's here's what black. happened we're both in black <laughs> black sweatpants sweatpants <laughs> and red and white t-shirts unintentionally so funny and yet it feels good it feels like the universe needed it to happen <laughs> it's meant to be yeah so I, much I had my whole day in this i went to target me too yeah. yeah, me too. I went to Target. Really? I did half my laundry. I'm going to dry stuff after we're did done. Did you leave wet laundry at the laundromat? <laughs> Not at the laundromat, but it's in my car. Okay. And then I'll go, <laughs> which honestly, the only downside is that it's super heavy. But then I'll just kind of dry it. I don't know you to it. only half do your laundry. I feel because like you're so passionate about laundry that you get it done. You also do laundry more than anyone I know. <laughs> I'm so passionate about it that I'm doing it at <laughs> inopportune times mm-hmm. like I'll be like, I have to get it started. It's an outing for you. It's like a spiritual experience. Like you do laundry like I work out. I have such an odd affinity for doing laundry. I don't know why. I think I anyone wanna... that knows you know that you're like about the laundry, <laughs> that you'll post where you are. You I... will like make that laundromat that you're at popular all it's of a sudden. It's <laughs> so embarrassing that people will like DM me when they're doing laundry mm-hmm. and be like, I think about you and I do laundry now. That's how weird you are about laundry. <laughs> I think about you if I go to a laundromat. If I'm not like doing it here, if I make an excursion out of it, I'm like, I wonder what Katrina would think about this laundromat. What she would rate it. Oh my God. I love so much that that is like the place that I hold because that is really how much I love them. Like I mm-hmm. would, I would rate them if like. You can and should. If so, I should. I'm going to start a list. I'm going to do my own if i do ranker but it's like mm-hmm. ringer i don't know i'll think of something better yeah <laughs> what if you just had a laundry podcast a laundry pod and you were like well i want to own one like what would be a good name for it i would love for you to own one i would go to i want to own one and have like obviously mm-hmm. a space that have shows but i want patent pending um, <laughs> i want to figure out a way to use the heat from the dryers to sterilize water for like showers and drinking water That's and so stuff. wise so i want to have like a laundromat on the front and then like a free shower on the back i love this right i like want to do it so bad i don't know if it's real if scientists end up listening to your podcast we'll see but Maybe that's why maybe it's on tonight. We can collab and you can come back and maybe that's why I like like tiny houses and all this stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. just like trying to make things. I'm just obsessed with sustainability. Oh, yeah. So um, for anyone listening, Katrina is a very hilarious comedian. That is how we met. However, a woman of many talents. um, I brought you here so we can discuss tiny homes because I want to make sure. so funny it's so thank you for doing this of course it, it's silly and it's funny and i just want something lighthearted. and i was like i know that i want to talk to you about tiny homes because you're passionate about it and you know more about it than anyone i know for sure <laughs> and if people can come here and learn and have a good time that's awesome. i'm gonna learn and have a good time so i'm so excited i'm trying to share that and i don't know where to start with <coughs> 
I don't know anything about tiny homes other than that they look cute on Pinterest. So you're really just dealing with a blank slate here. Yeah, I like it. I want to say for anyone on the video that I have a tickle. I'm not sick. This um, is a COVID-free podcast. Thank you. We're both very recently tested people. Yes, I get tested every Hi, two Piddle. weeks. I'm not allowed herpes. to pet you. You'll get mad. And sometimes <laughs> for COVID. <laughs> you get, but wait, you were already getting the other one. You just added COVID yeah, to it. You were like, I was already going. I was I've been getting, getting tested bi-weekly my entire <laughs> adult life. I've just, been taking the ACTs for fun. So it just constantly screenings mm-hmm. of all kind just make yeah. you feel comfortable and at ease. <laughs> I love a good screening. That's so funny. You just go to the blood pressure machine in yeah. CVS to feel good. Like, I do. I go nice. get tests that I don't even. I'll just go take my driver's license test. They're like, you have one. I'm like, listen, I love to be challenged. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, wait, because what were we talking about? Why we started talking about tiny houses? What were we talking about? Well, I was going to say... That I'm excited for you to teach me whatever you're willing oh. to teach me about tiny homes because I know nothing. And I was kind of hoping that, I mean, people will tune into this to hear you and to hear me, but there might be people that tune into this because they go into their podcast app and search tiny oh, yeah, houses. And I'm not trying to be misleading. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. You know? Um, no, because I feel like I, it's weird because I kind of, started learning about them in this weird kind of like fever dream way where I like woke up in the middle of the night and was like, when am I going to be able to stop renting and just started like hardcore researching all of these like very affordable ways to kind of like live on your own land in terms of even just like Mm -hmm. what any alternative in terms of like a condo or something. Did you go straight to tiny homes or did you look at like vans? You know how people build out vans sometimes? Well, no, because I feel like they're for two different purposes. Like Mm -hmm. I would even maybe uh, one day consider those for travel. Mm -hmm. I think that like converting a van for travel is different than a tiny home. And I think that that's also something that a lot of people need to know is that most tiny homes are not built to move. Okay. That's important. They are built like built Mm -hmm. they are on wheels yes those wheels can be you know made to be like long standing (laughs) underneath the foundation so Uh that they do not move but they are not built to move like around all the time there are very small ones that you can have you know behind a truck that are more built that way but if Mm -hmm. you're looking at probably if you're looking at what i as I was learning about them, realized the trend was most of those houses are not meant to move at all. Okay. Yeah. So then this, I feel like, is um, a common sense question. And maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just generalizing. But are tiny homes built on the spot or are they manufactured somewhere and then taken to whatever land they end up on? I think that depends on what you want to do because there are people that, and I think that that's something that in researching them for myself is the like frustrating thing in terms of, I feel like they, now that they've been kind of like on trend for a while, there's enough of like somewhat realistic backlash of like Mm -hmm. what it's really like to live in one long term, like whether or not you are a person that is already equipped to live in a smaller space or not, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. But 
other than that, I think that one of the things that I ran into in terms of wanting to make it happen for myself is a lot of people will often start with, oh, well, I have like this 25 acres that's been in my family for generations and now I can just build this house on it. And it's like, <laughs> must be nice. well, that start exactly. It's like, well, that's the thing. Like you're good to go. <laughs> right. Like you're set. Um, so there are people that, especially here in LA, that is often the first challenge is mm-hmm. either finding land that you can build on. Can you just build a, a tiny renter. home on any land? Or if um, you like, let's say bought a piece of land in North Hollywood, would they be like, this you, isn't zoned for a tiny exactly. home? Exactly. So what the law is right now in Los Angeles County, that is, I think from last fall. And then they just passed a similar ordinance in San Diego. So now they're livable there, but it has to be like the second dwelling. It can be, there are a lot of particulars that once you learn about it, like, you know, you'll Mm -hmm. like look at bullet points and then be like, oh, that's why. So it's like, it has to be the second unit. It has to be X amount of feet from the curb. It has to be behind the second dwelling. It has to have a certain degree of a slanted roof. It has all of these different things that when you look at it, it's like, oh, you guys just don't want trailers. They really just oh. don't want LA but it's not to a trailer. look. I mean, it's a trailer. It is a trailer. That's another <laughs> thing too, in terms of like it being this like luxurious new thing mm-hmm. that like cool, sexy millennials are like, I got a tiny home. It's a trailer. Oh. You live in a nice trailer. It's a trailer. You're on a trailer. They are built in a mm-hmm. special way to haul, um, to be able to sustain more weight. Okay. But like you live in a trailer. What about the ones with the really don't beautiful ever, pointy? roofs you live in a really pretty trailer that's what i'm saying (laughs) it's you can design a trailer to be nice but like that's what you were trying to live in and that's what i think a lot of people in terms of the stigma are like oh cool i got bullied for growing up in one of these and now like my friend from high school is like instagramming about one (laughs) great yeah like it seems kind of like bullshit to a lot of people which i totally get but yeah and that's unfair the city to come in and say oh we don't want it looking like people are living in trailers when Los Angeles is full of pe- people that live in delusion. So, mm. oh. <laughs> what <are we> to <laughs> say? yeah, but delusion's so pretty. Delusion <laughs> looks so good on Instagram. Yes. Delusion has a million followers. Exactly. <laughs> delusion <laughs> has a blue check. Mm-hmm. Please no. <laughs> like, no, you're so right. But that's, I think, the hurdle that a lot of people run into is finding a space. So, that is something that. If you're interested in ADUs or tiny homes and you live in Los Angeles, the Latch Collective is a great group of people to like learn from. Mm. They put on seminars all the time for people that are just interested in and want to learn more. And people, depending on where you are in the process, if there's people that full on know 100% this is what they want to do, they have basically like meet and greet hangouts for people who have space that they want to allow someone to build an ADU on, but they just don't want it to be any random person because LA is crazy. Wait, hold on. So they'll come meet you and hang out at this thing and Mm -hmm. be like, oh yeah, like who, you know what I mean? Right, because they have to let those people on their property. Right. But you dropped an acronym real smooth and went right over it. And Uh, let's go back. What is that acronym? Oh, LATCH. No. Oh, ADU. Oh, it's an accessible dwelling unit. That's just what the like accessible dwelling units we're learning already i'm learning accessible (laughs) i can't remember exactly what the Uh a stands for but it's definitely dwelling unit (laughs) and is that what people that are like hip to tiny homes will that call them is that the lingo that's like the legit term for if you're looking for what um they're allowing them to be right now Mm -hmm. it is 
the what they the terminology they use to talk about the second dwelling. So okay. it's just calling it an ADU home. Mm-hmm. It's not just the foundational home that's on the property. Got it's, it. Yeah. It's the so back it's, house. Yeah. It's more, I guess, maybe the technical term. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a technical it term, I guess, cool for a tiny when you home. said it. I was like, she knows uh, yeah. what she's talking no, about. That's why I asked her just, here. It's just, <laughs> it's like if you read all of the PDFs mm-hmm. of like what you need to do to get one in LA legally, they'll yeah. call them 80. They'll say tiny home and then it'll say 80 you like in parentheses. So, so you, you mean you're not going to call a serious contractor and be like, I'm going to hire you for a tiny home, a tiny home, Well, a that's the thing too. <laughs> that's like there are contractors that are. Um, that's specialized, specialized in, that, in this yeah. exactly which you need them to for right. certain things especially for the trailer mm-hmm. and um and then there is kind of that thing where you start talking to people and because i got really into it and made my own plan i started mm-hmm. talking to people in terms of how you're saying the different ways to do it i was talking to builders that are in canada and that would drive drive it down to California mm-hmm. and like whatever those additional fees are. But I was like, oh, well, you all have different, you know, codes up there. Like if you build mm-hmm. it by inter- like international code, the stairs can be two inches more narrower mm. than they're allowed to be if I had an inspector come into my ADU in America and say like those stairs aren't regulation it's not safe for you to have those okay so Canadians have narrower stairs <laughs> and free health care well, that's so funny well Canadians they could because they could because mm-hmm. I think that they go by international residential housing codes as opposed to our like different American ones like yeah, that's another and they thing. use the metric system that's so another thing. we're really that's an, up. that's another thing about watching time tiny home like mm-hmm. reality tv shows and how people are utilizing these spaces in a lot of cool ways when i was getting really really into designing my own i mm-hmm. was getting so livid <laughs> looking at like the inspiration because i was yeah i can't do that in the u.s like i can't even have that clearance that <laughs> roof like it was things that they're allowed to do mm-hmm. because the international codes are different um okay but so do you watch tiny home reality i didn't shows? watch any of that stuff until way mm-hmm. after because i would talk to people about it and they'd be like oh yeah like those shows <laughs> and so i was finally like what are they talking about and looked up all the shows and were like but also watched the shows and was like oh this is why everyone hates them they make them very annoying like i want i want one i wanted one slash still want one but now i'm looking more into um storage container modular mm-hmm. homes only because they're easier to zone in la mm. but uh wanted one and like can barely watch those they're insufferable sometimes because the people are the house no and it's not their fault but it's mm-hmm. like sometimes it's the people but it really is just that a lot of the people in America, I think, that are really looking to it as an alternative to a residential crisis that we don't mm-hmm. see another way out of. There's always that thing where it's someone like that just like plopped into this thing and just mm-hmm. decided or they're so rich that they're just like doing this as something they just want to do, mm-hmm. which is great, like good yeah. for them. But it's not anyone that i necessarily want to hear from that's like i just paid off all my student loans (laughs) and finally made this happen and like and not even like oh i need to hear a dream story but it's like i need to hear where you got the land i need Mm -hmm. to hear how you actually made that happen and most of those shows are people that didn't have any of the 
reason like all of the reasons they didn't that, have the hurdles yes, where you're all, like actually well, looking into all of doing like it. the problem solving that i think it mm-hmm. even does for people they don't usually address in there every once in a while even they'll maybe have like a person that like travels a lot or mm-hmm. something like that but mm, yeah and even the uh, some of the ones that i do really like they're almost a lot of them are in New Zealand and Australia. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's awesome. But that's not here. It's like, yeah, everything. Yeah. A lot of stuff there is awesome. You guys got a lot of great <laughs> stuff going for you out there. So, so okay. It's just not applicable. So I can see yeah. why Americans watch it and are like, oh, you're into this super unrealistic fad. And then you're going to get into a house where like you can't open your cabinets and your dryer <laughs> at the same time and hate your life. Like I see where people think that it's kind of like a joke. Are most of those types of houses not built with solutions for opening things at the same time? No, a lot. Like, if anything, because that's what I kind of did when I was, that's what really kind of got me into it, even Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, a puzzle, because I really like floor plans and architecture anyway. Mm -hmm. So I set out to make a eight and a half by 26 foot trailer tiny Mm -hmm. home comparable to my studio apartment in LA if not better Mm -hmm. so I was trying to square foot by square foot make up for the space that I have now just to see if it would be like yeah I can live the exact same life that I'm living right now so what's the layout Um, tell me about the one the floor plan that you designed (laughs) I want to hear what the layout is it's so funny because I do everything to scale to the point where I have like a teeny tiny car, a <laughs> paper cutout of my yoga mat so I could make sure that when I have the desk pull out, mm-hmm. I can still have it. Um, it did make a small. I mean, brilliant. Thorough. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like, you know, a living space and then a loft and then mm-hmm. a kitchen and the bathroom and whatever. And the real. A loft. So is it like two story sort of? Well, sort of only the loft. Mm-hmm. But that was another challenge in terms of if you want to get a longer one, mm-hmm. you can like maybe have everything be on the same floor. Um, I like the idea, though, that you climb up to sleep. There's something cottagey well, okay. and authentic about that. I'm OK with having a loft to sleep in as long as there's real stairs. Yeah, not a like ladder. As long as, yes, yes, yes. And that's just even to like pee in the middle of the night and stuff. Of course. That gets annoying if it's like your everyday. Yeah. Um, but every day you're like, I'm training to join the like fire you department. Live, I was about to say you're like Girl Scout camping it mm-hmm. every day of your life. No, thanks. But, <laughs> um, the only thing that I was like the biggest challenge that I had the most fun with was mm-hmm. trying to recreate all the closet space I have. But even that kind of inspired me to continue in the space that I live now to continue to try to like minimize mm-hmm. The stuff that I have and not even that I'm parting with things that I want yet. It's legit looking stuff and being like, I don't need this stuff (laughs) and already maximizing the space that I have now so that when I do eventually Mm -hmm. either move like to whatever I move to will still be like slightly bigger, but totally you know it feels good to get rid of stuff yeah you it, don't it's so it cathartic so i think people have, don't like, understand more space to breathe even when you yes. ha- already even when it's fine. not even taking up your space right. like i actually threw out old socks today and so the funny. place where i had the socks was not in any way intruding on me it was not bothering me i wasn't even seeing the socks that i got rid of but something about 
taking them and the whole Marie Kondo, these socks don't bring me joy. Something about throwing away stuff and just knowing that even if it doesn't consume physical space, mm-hmm. that I have less stuff to worry about, right. period, that I don't just, like, own as much. To, right. It it's very freeing. To, like, just have less stuff around you that you know isn't necessary, even if mm-hmm. you know that it's being like, I have put hundreds of dollars worth of stuff out in like mm-hmm. the hallway of my apartment at this point because it's just like i don't need any more who cares <laughs> and it's great because it's mm-hmm. like everyone in my apartment is using that stuff more than i was whatever Good. it is yeah. all of it so um it does kind of it has kind of also helped me just continue in that like every mm-hmm. wave that i get rid of a little bit more stuff it's like cool all right like a little bit it's more a space, breath of a little fresh bit more. air yeah, you're yeah. like ugh, less stuff that i yeah. have to worry about and and i think that it's also helping me save money to eventually get to that point because Mm -hmm. I look at stuff and I'm like, I don't, because I'm so aware of everything that I just evaluated. I look Mm -hmm. at stuff. I don't even want to like shop because it's like, I don't need anything. I just looked at all my clothes. I'm good. (laughs) If anything, I'm like looking to see if I don't wear any of this stuff, it's going to go too. like, I don't want for any of it Mm because I'm so aware of everything that I already have yeah that it's like I'm good and beyond what you don't really need and things that we keep that are extra that are like either sentimental or that we're like oh I just feel like having an extra raincoat or an extra whatever Mm -hmm. where if you're constantly in this mode where you're kind of daydreaming about a tiny home you're also concerning yourself with the space that it's taking up so it creates this opportunity to be like what do I really need though and I think that it's I know that everyone's different, but I feel like we, in terms of things, sometimes we'll keep things and be like, oh, well, I'm saving that for like whatever. And that day never comes. It's making me get rid of things that were maybe this really boring everything day thing Mm -hmm. that I was defaulting to. Yeah. And be like, oh no, I use the fun one all the time now because what was (laughs) I saving that for? What am I not using all Mm -hmm. of this stuff up for? Yeah. Um, so I have a real issue and I'm, I'm working on getting past this and this is quite a first world problem, but I was buying all these candles that are like, <laughs> my, it's my only really funny because nice I know that you have, <laughs> you do have a thing with candles. <laughs> I do. And if I could share the smell on a podcast, I would, but believe me when I say I, well, okay. I live really close to a place called candle delirium. That's just an entire store <laughs> worth of just bougie overpriced Only on Galena Street would there be a place called Candle Delirium. <laughs> um, but I, I've gone in there a couple times now and I've bought overpriced but really amazing candles. It's right next to Incense Insanity. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Call the mayor, have them open. <laughs> um. So I used to buy candles and save them and be like, oh, I'm going to burn this one when like I have a romantic date over. And it's like, that's not happening. And now I'm just burning them when I'm home on a Sunday. You're good enough for the smell. Yes, exactly. And that's what I'm learning to adjust to. Because that's what I love clothes. So clothes was Mm -hmm. my thing that I have stuff that's like whatever. But then even like vintage t-shirts that I like, I just Mm -hmm. bought this one. I love it so much. But it's like old t-shirts, like, um even because I love cartoons, like certain mm-hmm. graphic tees that I have or whatever. And now it's like, I just wear only stuff that is my favorite stuff. Everything I have is my favorite stuff now. Mm-hmm. And if it's not something that like, if it's something that I mm-hmm. can do without, it's like then someone else can use it. I yeah. only want stuff that I absolutely have to have now. I love and that. it's helping me get rid of a lot of stuff. That is helpful. <laughs> I need to go through my closet again with that eye. Yeah. It's nice to like, 
just do but that's the mm-hmm. thing i feel like i've gotten to this point because i used to definitely just be more attached to stuff mm-hmm. but now i'll be like i'm not using it and i think time helps because it's like i held on to that last time still haven't worn it still mm-hmm. doesn't matter still I haven't know. thought about it any of the time in between there and now yeah. it's like trust yourself to let it go and then you'll let it go and still like remember it later mm-hmm. rarely so rarely will i like go back i've gone back to goodwill and bought my own shit back before (laughs) that was more like something i would do when i was like in my early 20s when Mm -hmm. i was like knew that i was holding on to too much stuff and Mm -hmm. had a vintage store so i just had like a way ridiculous rotation of like items but like i've done that but very rarely every once in a while Mm -hmm. think about it be like yeah I remember it and it's still good that it's gone like it's fine it's fine you're attached to things yeah I've I've had those moments where I've remembered something I gave away and I'm like I'm not genuinely upset though I have to remind myself I wasn't wearing that thing and now I thought of it but just because I thought of it doesn't mean I was actually gonna go put it on either nope exactly and now and it's interesting because with like the lockdown and just covid lasting as long as it has i have so many pieces of clothing that have been neglected and i wasn't wearing makeup for like the first six months and it's like i should still look nice for myself or i should yeah. still put on the fun stuff fun. and try to have some semblance literally of life. it makes you it makes the grocery store so much more fun to yeah. just be like and like here's the thing you can wear a ball gown if you wanted but mm-hmm. even if it's like i did like get new like it's so funny because i do have Something I'm working on about this. It's not that they're uh, sweatpants. Mm-hmm. They're elastic waist leisure trousers. Okay. Because they're like fancier than that. Can I use that? that? <laughs> yes, they're fancier than that. That's how I feel about these, but that's only because they have pockets. <laughs> okay, well, first like, off. like, if it has pockets, I'm allowed to go in public. At least yours are made for a grown person. These are literally from the little boys <laughs> section in Target. These are made for a 14-year-old boy, but... Oh, my mom got me like regular lady pajamas mm-hmm. and I went back. It's and safe got to these. say we're both dressed like 14 year old boys <laughs> today. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. I also uh, share a sense good. of humor with 14 year old boys, so I really don't have an ish- it issue with it. Good. I just like make a fart noise with my armpit. Um, <laughs> no, the, um, uh, wait, where was I saying that? I can't even Target, remember. Target, sweatpants, wearing nice stuff in lockdown, quarantine. Oh yeah, because it's like, it just feels good for yourself to do that and like on exactly. any like level that you want to do for I eh. it's the burning candles of the uh clothing world yeah because <laughs> I, wear the nice pants i feel like it's kind of the way people have been and i feel like you can do it with money or not do it with money because mm-hmm. i feel like i did it with just like rearranging things even but making it where like i love being in my apartment so much more now mm-hmm. like i didn't hate it before but like even with reevaluating everything for the tiny home plans mm-hmm. i was like oh what are the pieces that i absolutely want to like build a space for because i like never want to get rid of it i mean what like, pieces do you have that are like oh that? yeah i have like a trunk i mm-hmm. have a chair that i've had since i was like in first or second grade really that's that came so cool with, came you with, moved it from florida over here i love yeah, that it came with a desk that i just had mm-hmm. when i was like that's what i mean the desk just showed up i don't remember <laughs> and i have it's always been the only chair that i've ever had for my desk mm-hmm. so like every desk i've ever had i've had that same chair oh, until I, I just because of lockdown mm-hmm. because like my back was seizing yeah, up i got to a, buy real a real desk office chair. chair because it's literally a wooden chair like i shouldn't <laughs> be sitting in it for yeah. 12 hours at a time but i was like my whole life until this year mm-hmm. um and now it has a plant in it but i love it yeah. <laughs> so 
But so I'll have like a, I have a trunk um, that my ex boyfriend actually made me. He's awesome. Um, Woodworker. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. It's cool. I'll show you. I think I've showed you pictures of it. Maybe not. I'll show you. I don't you think pictures. I've seen it. It's badass. Send me a picture. Uh, I'll I'll post it with the episode. It's sick. Um. So I have like the trunk, my chair. Uh. Oh, I have an end table that's mm-hmm. like this old uh mid-century modern end table that i got from kyle june williams who i love so much that i bought an end table from her and then we started a show <laughs> together the show valley girl oh, yes. that i now do by myself online yeah. just because she's like focusing on more important things right now because mm-hmm. of everything but i bought an end table from her that's amazing and like legit old <laughs> and we even gushed she was like oh i'm so excited that you have this it's so cool it's like and her whole our her apartment isn't like my apartment, but mm-hmm. she has the best stuff. Like, she has the best stuff. So her that end table that I got from her. Oh, and I have this like giant rolling cubby that I okay. don't know where it's from. It literally is like wait a rolling cubby. Yes, like it is like a it is like drawer? nine cubby squares that are open, oh, okay. like what kindergartens would put stuff in oh, on wheels. Yeah, I love that thing. Oh, that's fantastic. And I got it from my company that I first like the first company I ever worked for out of college when it mm-hmm. shut down my best friend, Annie got it. Annie. I love her so much. Cause we talk <laughs> about like houses and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. She lives up. I think it's in North California, Northern California. She'll laugh at me cause I have no sense of direction, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Uh, but she got it first. Mm-hmm. And then when she moved back to California, mm-hmm. I got it. Thank you, oh, Annie. Awesome. And then I moved it over here. And she was like, you brought that here? I was like, hell yeah, I did. I love that thing. Yeah. So those are probably like the, what, four or five things that while I was evaluating, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have a space for that. I have a space for that. All this stuff can come with me. All I'm going to do is get less stuff from here. Yeah. Like, I'm good. That's great. And like, it's I'm especially just like every piece on of that. furniture is that you're saying you're going to keep and make room for yeah. is something that also is a cool backstory. It's not just... Oh, yeah. Like you've had the chair forever. You got the end table from a friend. You have this cubby has like a whole backstory. So it all, that's really cool. Everything, which I've always been that way just because I love vintage and Mm -hmm. old stuff. And I had like, I love estate sales. I love all that stuff. So yeah, it's like, it feels good to, I don't know. Even like, I'm so attached to them in general. Like there, I did a floor plan for a house that, a friend of mine is working on right now oh that's cool so people just come to you for floor plans now no well it's like (laughs) it's like if anything he knows way more about it than i do but Mm -hmm. i love aesthetics and Mm -hmm. logistics that he isn't as you know what i mean like whatever you want to do with that and so i did another one just because it's so much fun like i love them so much and even the problem solving of like i want to do this size space for this many people this Mm -hmm. is what i want in it that kind of thing and i legit like wanted to cry seeing it any part of it be real like mm-hmm. it's so cool to just and he's make something on out? paper yeah it's like oh. so cool to like watch something on paper it's just gonna make you want one like even a more. tangible thing yeah. yeah like i mean i'm gonna get something like i'm gonna get out of running that's really all <laughs> this is all about i'm just <laughs> I will stop running at some point, but we'll see. I would really, you know. Renting is necessary, but painful. It's a necessary evil. It's yeah. Like, I get you, you can't nece- just go out and buy something. That yeah. It's well, very even hard, if but I it hurts. Uh, yeah. Well, because even if I would have, I would have gotten stuck because I would have gone out and bought something in Florida and then right. I moved. So not like it's impossible, but. Right. I know. I was actually thinking I would not, no offense to Ohio, but I'm from there and I wouldn't 
move back, but I have been looking into buying because it's oh, yeah. just so oh yeah, I want insanely buy, affordable. I want to buy a house. I've always wanted to buy at least one house mm-hmm. for me to stay in when I visit my family and yeah. for my friends to be able to rent. Yeah, like affordable, like reasonably. That's how me. I feel too. And there's homes there that I'm like, yep. Oh, I've paid th- th- like the mortgage on the homes that I'm looking at is I the equivalent str- of what I've paid in rent at this apartment oh for god. six years. Oh my god! I straight up ask people about. I'll be like, hey, did anybody buy that purple house that mm-hmm. used to be a hair salon? Because I want it. Like I ask. There's a house that like <laughs> no one has bought for years. Mm-hmm. And I hope, like, I pray to God they don't bulldoze it because I want that house. But yeah. like, yeah, there's yeah. There's definitely like structures that I want to buy, but I want to do the same thing here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So when you design the tiny home that you have in mind and you do the floor plan, do you run into that situation where like, oh, you have this door and if you open the dryer, you're not going to be able to oh, get yeah. a dishwasher or That's something? Why a lot, like, tell me about that. Yeah, a lot of them have uh, the only door you'll really have uh, will normally be for the bathroom. And it'll be a barn door, like a sliding mm-hmm. one. Oh, cool. So that problem solved. is, yeah, the way you kind of get around that. But absolutely, yeah, it 100% would be a problem <laughs> just to like <laughs> immediately run into whatever mm-hmm. is on the other side of that. Right. And then you get so precious about space. Yeah, you like have you're to. measuring like I was measuring how much space I needed to pull out from my uh, desk. Like how okay. much space I can Oh, have. for your chair to go back? Yes. Got and it. being like, how much space do I, I have never before think like about the that. stairs can start? And okay. being like, oh, okay, like three to three feet feels breathable. Like I don't feel claustrophobic. Something mm-hmm. can be behind me. But like doing everything. That's so sure interesting. Yeah, it. that's like its own version. It really is problem solving. Yeah. You, you yeah, truly have to consider what happens when I move around in this space? Oh, what yeah. happens well, when I want to do yoga? And like you've oh, yeah. thought through all of that. Yeah, well, for the one that I did for my uh, friend, uh, they wanted it to be um, possibly for like a family or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the it better be a small family. Bigger challenge. Uh, well, I mean, people have... <laughs> four people living in them i have here's the thing i've Mm -hmm. seen families in them i haven't seen anyone with kids over 10 yeah because then my next question is they do yeah but they're normally younger Mm -hmm. and how do you get along like right living with a whole ass family that's what i'm saying i haven't seen lots of families that Mm -hmm. have like arguing age children right live in them yeah um but that might be even just because the whole thing's so new for sure but i would think that if you have like two 15 year olds in a 28 foot eight foot and a half wide house like problematic yeah i don't know but um if you have two five-year-olds you can just like stuff them in a cupboard that's what i'm saying and i think that that's what i've seen a lot more of is like Mm -hmm. younger families with like kids that are like this is fun i'm in a jungle gym and it's like (laughs) yeah go up there um but that was one of the things that was hard about the living room was Mm -hmm. we were trying to figure out a way to have an entertainment center and a bar and i wanted to have a the mm, a full-size pullout like like a pullout couch that you could turn into a bed yeah like the sofa like the one we're on right now yes be able to (laughs) pull but that was the thing was measuring what the standard size of a pullout is if that Mm -hmm. can you pull that out and have 
any room because yeah, it won't be able work to walk if by. it's into right exactly mm-hmm. can somebody walk by can mm-hmm. somebody can can somebody get to the front door if the if bed is happens. pulled out yeah yep. so that was probably the biggest challenge with that one but it was fun and like um i think that's one thing that also with my personal one made me <laughs> irritated when people were like oh it's so livable and you would do these tours and it would be like where the fuck are your clothes that's like wait, i haven't even thought about that oh the ones that i they'll see have whole thing there there's are, like windows and stuff and oh like, honestly the honestly there it? are whole things that are or i honestly like in terms of doing multiple variations of mm-hmm. them and things like that it is so easy to make most of what works work storage is it Mm -hmm. and storage for so many other things is more uh flexible than clothing you know what i mean like you need the height for them to be hung up you can make cubbies and holes and drawers and pullouts for so many Mm -hmm. different things but they'll have even and this was like how legit i was getting Mm -hmm. where it's like oh you can have a closet in the stairs which is what a lot of people do and it'll be this pull out and it looks great and that works if you're vacationing it's like a right not if you live in there that's like a coat closet yeah that's all your clothes Mm -hmm. so that was one thing that was really like i was looking at floor plans of you know companies that sell their own floor plans and Mm -hmm. stuff and um that is one thing that i really see as lacking is realistic Real closet space. yeah they're more and that's what i think makes a lot of people mad that are that like them for sustainability mm-hmm. is that people are like oh we got a tiny home and it's like this rich family going glamping like right they don't live in it you don't live in it you couldn't live in it so you're building this thing that's mm-hmm. not actually sustainable because right. it's not practical for someone to actually live their everyday life in mm-hmm. and that was another thing that i kind of wanted to do with mine was make it like full on the way that i live in my studio like as close as i could get and to that. you get tax breaks when it's your principal residence Ooh, I don't even know what half of that means. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm a podcasting comedian, notary public, who specializes in real estate loans. <laughs> oh my god! Can you please do an ad for your notary? Notary Galena no, gmail.com. as the ad oh. in your podcast, like you cut, like you're gonna yeah. do, a and then commercial, pay myself. But your commercial, like a music starts, like they're like, oh, we're gonna yeah. your ad for like. And I'll just cut in with like, hi, do you need something notarized? Yes. And And have a valid ID with you and live within 20 miles of my zip code? Exactly. (laughs) No, or even I'll, we'll do different Mm -hmm. ones where it's like, you know, it's hard to find a notary sometimes. (laughs) And it's just like that soft music. And they're like, wait, this isn't about Casper mattresses. 10 out of 10 (laughs) dentists recommend notary at gmail.com. Yes, literally. (laughs) Yes, that's what I want. I'm uh, trying to. Make I don't this even know if that email. I use my regular email, but I had set up this and notarygalena at gmail.com is such a great email. Yes. And yet I don't use it. I mean, the why emails, not? I think they'll come to me and they'll get forwarded. You know why, Katrina? Because I can't remember this many passwords and I don't want to deal with it. You know why? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I can't get I'm, into it. I'm very busy. I don't need to mark it. That's how in demand I am as a notary that I don't need to do a commercial because I mean, I'm that's so freaking fair. busy. <laughs> I'm and booked. also, I feel like that's a really good advertisement too, is being like, I don't even 
even have time for you. I don't want your business. I'm swamped. Leave do, me alone. <laughs> I do like that uh, kind of flex. I'm just like, I'm booked. Sorry. I'm booked. So even if you want me to do something for you, it can't help you, boss. No. Oh, man. <laughs> I really wish that there was some kind of pun that we you could do with your name and notary, but... Mm-hmm. I can't think of one because I have the Twitter, but also I can, mm-hmm. I understand because I have the Twitter account, Katweetna, <laughs> and I never use it, but I just can't that's too bad, go that's of so it. Good. Isn't it so dumb? I can't, yeah. I love it so much. It's so stupid. There's nothing on there, but it's so, <laughs> I'll never let go. I can't do it unless I say like Galena Ravina notarizina. Like I would have to. <laughs> you would have to seuss notary. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we'll do. I'll we'll make a children's book about a notary and yeah. make you the star of it. What even rhymes with notary? I don't know. Besides we'll rotary, which which is, is also old, also old, like this yeah, antiquated, it, nothing like, antiquated. Rotary yep. notary. Yep. We'll figure it out though, because for some reason I feel like if there was a rotary notary, mm-hmm. Eugene Merman would voice it. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> it seems real for some reason. It does. Um, Anywho, I yeah. will notarize your docs for you when yes. you get that tiny home because that falls within my jurisdiction. Yeah. I want to figure it out. <laughs> I want, but that's the thing that's hard mm-hmm. is land is still very expensive in LA, right. um, but you don't need a lot of it, but you do need it to be like, that's the thing that mm-hmm. you got to get a sweet spot where they're mm-hmm. not coming down on you for putting that on the front lawn. Well, even in terms of having like just enough richness because you could right. buy a, piece of shit that's falling down mm-hmm. put your adu on the back and uh Not refurbish it other one, right? well you could or refurbish mm-hmm. it but take your sweet time doing it and know that right. you don't like i feel like uh you would usually invest in a space like that and have to like live in a hotel while it was being renovated right. or something like that that's a really good point point. and so it's like yeah you can just go around living in your adu as you like build mm-hmm. up an investment in front of you yeah very true but you gotta have like a million dollars to do that (laughs) (laughs) it's rough out here (laughs) we're trying but that's our plan we're all watching that's like the one upside to not like the one but Mm -hmm. one of like i don't know it's a dark silver lining to that cloud is like hopefully to which cloud to the covid cloud yes yeah like hopefully things becoming more affordable i hope so like, I feel like they would come down to unreasonable. That's how expensive mm-hmm. it is to be in LA. Well, right now, I know. Because it was I've just following like unfeasible it a little bit. before. And now it was it's completely like even unfeasible. worth looking at now, maybe. It's becoming worth looking at a little bit. And I've been eyeing it just to keep my finger on the pulse. Um, and I feel like apartment prices have come down like 10%. And, roughly and but I that's because like vacancies are up yeah they're gonna hold out because i feel like they're not changing the prices yet they're right. offering people incentives yeah move in specials. so like they don't want to move that price but mm-hmm. they'll yeah they'll give you free parking for a year yeah. they'll knock off the first month they'll right. but they really they don't want to budge mm-hmm. but they're gonna have to sooner or later I feel like it it's, for the long haul. Bring them prices down. You you want your unit sitting vacant? You're just going to hemorrhage yep. money. Also, bring that's it down. like for anybody that yeah. like is okay where you're doing, sweat them out. We're, yeah. we're if you're <laughs> a landlord, bring your prices that's down. That's so okay? funny. Also true, please. If like, you're literally. my landlord, I hate you. Come fix my bathtub. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have, yeah, I would also have many things to say to my landlord, but I don't think they're even in this country. Do you think that... <laughs> 
have you ever met a landlord a that seems like they enjoy being a landlord well i have a theory that all of the ones that don't mind it are just somewhere like scrooge mcducking into <laughs> a <laughs> pond of coins yeah like off of the coast of an island somewhere in international waters like i mm -hmm. don't i feel like when i complain about stuff in my apartment that it's basically me yelling at the wizard <laughs> and it's just like this lovely latina woman mm -hmm. that can do fuck all and like will not ever do anything yeah. i haven't had a carbon monoxide detector for like the entire year they came mm -hmm. to fix my carbon monoxide detector and it was so old that it just aged out like, wow like i was like i put new batteries in it and still not working mm -hmm. and the guy goes yeah this is just too old <laughs> and then they sent me an email saying we're sending you a brand new carbon monoxide detector <laughs> i was like did you just tag brand new onto the front of that like i'm supposed to be super amped yeah. that you're keeping me alive with a spanking new <laughs> carbon monoxide protector this, this please building bring is down your prices <laughs> bring down your prices Let, let's get to it my landlord That's so funny the refrigerator in this apartment is so old that when this refrigerator was installed, like OJ was still just a football player. Like that's how old. You're a liar. I'm not. <laughs> the juice is loose in this apartment. <laughs> I oh have them on God. my mind because there was like a, a helicopter right over here a couple uh, hours ago. <laughs> my roommate well, and I how do were you talking know about that? it. Was there just like there was a note for Tang inside of it or something? No, like no, the date of the refrigerator oh, is on the refrigerator. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. that old. It's that old. But also, it's funny because mine didn't even come with one. If you look, that's something that's fun if you about. Open the door. There's some print in there. Like you can find oh the manufacturing date. No, well, that's what I mean. I had to get. I have mm -hmm. a new one, but it's because that's a fun thing about apartments in the valley. They is, don't come with fridges. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll be not just like, the Valley, but like Los oh, Angeles. Is that in something here? That's something here because when I <laughs> first so moved here. It's so bizarre to look at so many pictures of kitchens and just with like, no fridge. None of them have fridges. Yeah. And I feel like it's because now we all have to take our fridges with us. Right. But like, but it's if become you guys commonplace. start giving us fridges. Yes. If I live, it's I'm so looking weird. for apartments. You think I just have a fridge? I mean, yeah, because it's not from your last place. It's so unreasonable. It's so bizarre. I never noticed. I've never experienced that before living here. Just Same. Multiple places just don't Same. have a fridge. It's just commonplace in Los Angeles. I remember moving here. It's and I an remember liking certain apartments initially and not being able to get in there because I was like, I'm not trying to drop a couple hundred extra dollars yes. on a fridge. And then I have to take the fridge because now I'm attached to the fridge it's like, an because I bought it. It's an interesting line to draw. To be mm -hmm. like, no fridge, you're a move, renters. <laughs> like, it's so weird to not put a no fridge. No fridge, no air conditioning, $3,000 a month, come and get it. Or like a weird mini fridge, mm -hmm. which still blows That's my mind. Worse. I'd rather have That's no fridge than worse. a mini fridge. You can't, why would Am you? Am I a single man in my 40s? Give me you, a refrigerator. Why would you act like it's normal for someone and not be able to get a whole gallon of milk? Yeah. And I don't even need a whole gallon of milk, but it's like, why? I need a fridge that I can crawl into when I'm upset. It <laughs> if you weren't so small, that would seem like a weird thing, but I feel like that is how we could test refrigerators I at Home step Depot. In there. Like if we I were shopping step in there. and you were like, what if you did a lap around mm -hmm. a refrigerator in Home Depot and then just <laughs> opened it and went inside of it? They would be like, ma'am, like please beat. leave. No, for just like a beat and then just like stepped out and you're like, I think this is it's the good. one. It's the one. <laughs> yeah. I'm cozy. I can uh, lift my arms. That's good. This is my 
Don't trust. I know what I'm doing. So so full size fridge in the tiny home, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything Tell me about the kitchen. I mean everything is full size. I think I did sacrifice a dishwasher, but that was mm-hmm. only because I wanted to and this is also an option that people have in terms of like going off the grid or mm-hmm. whatever is having um Oh, off the Water grid. Storage. No one misses you. People that get off the grid, you're not so important. Well, it's get back even, on the grid. No one's looking for you. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously there's people that do it because like they want people to forget they exist because they <laughs> killed a guy. But I think that there's also something to be said about not wanting to be reliant on things mm-hmm. because even like this is like an actual city, but it's like they won't let you collect your own water. Because oh. people probably don't know what the fuck they're doing and would give themselves botulism. Right. But also, like, there are places where the water is not good and mm-hmm. they don't give any anyone a way around that. And so it's like, but you can't. Or even the fact that we know that we're running out of water. Right. So they don't let people collect rainwater or whatever. Like, there mm-hmm. are certain things that I kind of, like respect. like, I'm down for you to at least even be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that also depends on your lifestyle because there are people that are like, oh, I have a tank that's big enough for me to take like a week in Yosemite and I don't have to like go, um, I can take like, you know, what, five military showers and use like whatever my drinking water is for Mm -hmm. X amount of days and just go, you know, travel or whatever that thing is that you're also making more sustainable for yourself. Yeah. Um, that's the perk of that. So then are these homes, I mean, maybe it's not all the homes or is it, do they have like underground pipe? Like, are they connected to, they must be so connected to like them, electricity okay, and utilities. That, is my question. Yes. Yeah, so in LA for you to live in an ADU, it has to be hooked up to sewer and water of mm-hmm. the city. So yeah. you don't, they gotta have, be able to charge you. Yes. They don't really give you the option to mm-hmm. do that. Cause that was one thing that I did kind of want to have a compostable toilet in mind, which is mm-hmm. like, what's that? A huge, not like huge, <laughs> but it's so funny. Cause it is like a, dividing thing in tiny homes is like Mm -hmm. people who are going to have plumbing versus a compostable toilet, which isn't Mm -hmm. plugged up to anything. And it uses basically like a peat moss kind of thing Mm -hmm. to like, um, peat moss. Is that Kate Moss's brother? Sorry. I've never heard that term before. I'm keep kicking you out of your apartment. What is a peat moss? Peat moss is an actual, like a specific kind of moss. And Mm -hmm. that isn't what this is, but it is some kind of like organic moss thing Mm -hmm. that you put in the toilet that you, but yeah, it basically breaks it down and makes it into compost. That's very cool. So there are people that are very sensitive to that because they feel Mm -hmm. like that's gross and weird and there's no water and what the fuck is happening. Mm -hmm. And so I've watched a lot of videos. Is that what's at the bottom of like the Coachella toilets? that here's the thing that's what should be and they yeah. don't put anything in there like that's the thing no they don't because you end up at those it places just, and there's porta potties and you're like eh. right you can see what they put in there yeah. these there's the like the regular hole like a toilet when you're done using it you would crank this little thing and it mm. basically like mixes your solid with the moss oh. and then you empty it like one person you empty it like once a month two people you empty it like mm-hmm. every other week they shows you like a breakdown mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you solids go one way pee goes the other way and you keep some that's the other taco thing bell goes the third way when everyone's like it smells mm-hmm. and it's like it smells because they mix together 
Mm. So if you keep urine separate, apparently it doesn't smell. This is what mm. I've been told in the videos. I cannot vouch for this in experience, but see, this is what that's what I'm hearing about with, this for the first time. But that's what happens with composting toilets, and mm -hmm. that is really good if you are also in a place where. You're growing, not even like, oh my gosh, all my own vegetables yeah. to be sustainable. Anything, yeah. anything that you're growing that's going to be great for and you're not, um, you know, putting a strain on whatever mm -hmm. system. You're not at the mercy of the city's place. utilities. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing, but you can't do that if you have an ADU in yeah. LA. Because that was another thing that... I don't know if it exists yet, but I wanted to basically make it convertible where you could have all of the plumbing for the toilet, but cap it hmm. and then have the compostable toilet on top of it. But if you ended up living somewhere where you had to be hooked up, all the hookup mm -hmm. is actually already built in. I don't know if that's real yet. Very patent cool. pending. I'm pat <laughs> <laughs> this is the new name of the show is patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> patent pending <laughs> with Billina Ravina. <laughs> Wait, I like that. Uh -oh. So silly. Um, but yeah so that was like the one thing with plumbing and with power that is another mm -hmm. thing that people will set up certain things that don't necessarily take up a lot of room right. inside but like maybe like a two by two foot um you need like, like a power control. box or whatever yes yeah. exactly basically like a control center where you have all mm -hmm. of the stuff which would mostly be anything depending on if you have a solar power source set up mm -hmm. that all of that stuff would go there everything that you need to heat your water which they have like um tankless water heaters that are like oh cool this big like yeah. yeah you know the water heaters in israel are on the roof no of every building I, when i was there i was like that's actually pretty wise because all their like hvac and stuff is on the roof as that's opposed to how we grow up with like on the side everybody of the building, had on the side I guess. of the building. Oh yeah. yeah, that is kind of interesting. I guess it's not in any like danger. No, I don't think so. Unless something like it doesn't hail there. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking like why wouldn't we do that? Because it's out of the way other than just right. like people. It's so just much more out of the up. way than how it is here. Interesting. Um, but yeah. how about heat? Like what is the heating like in these homes? Um oh, so insulation is another thing that I actually mm -hmm. did a lot of research on. Of course you did. <laughs> so I'm very, I wouldn't expect it I any other thinking, way. I keep thinking you're gonna say something and I'll be like, I don't have anything to say. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I actually watched five hours worth of videos on that. Um <laughs> So one thing that um, it's so funny because I still watch people do it and this mm -hmm. is like matter of opinion, whatever, yeah. but spray insulation isn't really that sustainable over time. Mm -hmm. Like what we're used to seeing people like shoot out of a gun that yeah. gets hard, that insulation. And I'm not even used to that because I grew up with like the pink panther the pink shit. Foam. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's another alternative. Mm -hmm. The spray foam, I think even more so. Um compresses over time yeah but the pink foam will also kind of compress but isn't that like time. full of fiberglass or something right yeah. and it's like not great for the environment so and then there's another thing that's newer that uh, i feel like it's like d something they call it but it's basically like um recycled and composted fabrics and denim is okay. like most of it and they're using it for insulation and that's like a really new thing that people mm -hmm. are saying but over time I read that it like falls down in the walls and oh. isn't actually so there's another one that I actually landed on and I can't remember the name of it right now but it is a foam that you can like very much cut into exactly the pieces that you need mm -hmm. when you're insulating the framing of a house see you have insulation picked out 
Yes. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Th- this is how, uh, like, and that's what, oh, how hard your T's are crossed well, and your even, eyes are dotted. <laughs> even, even when we were talking earlier about, like, talking to people mm-hmm. about, like, oh, I want a tiny home. Once you talk to people and you're like, oh, well, what kind of insulation do you guys use? What do you guys do? You guys do steel frame or metal frame because mm-hmm. I don't, or steel frame, if you steel frame or wood frame because wood frame is more standard, but it's heavier. Mm-hmm. And steel frame, I also like better because it's more flame retardant, obviously. Mm. So there's a bunch of things that yeah. I'll like talk to somebody that they own the company, but they can at least tell that I've done like some research on right. my own. Um, and then they kind of will talk to you a little bit more candidly. And then about they'll get stuff, impressed because they'll be like, you already figured out closet in the or stairs something. thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm bugging on it. So <laughs> it's fun. I liked all like it was really f- it was and it's like whatever it's probably like my manic brain but i basically just woke up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and then like did not stop learning about this for like three months (laughs) made like two floor plans i know i was talking to you while you were getting the floor plans together and you were giving me progress reports and i was was like oh my god you're really passionate about this that's the type of thing where i would be like thrilled about it for a minute and then get distracted and never come back to it no it's like now it's done now mm-hmm. like anytime somebody asks me about it it's now like, you have to build one i well i mean eventually but it's like that's what it is like i have my quote i have everything that i need mm-hmm. i know what i need to do i just have yeah. to like figure out how to do it um but yeah do you know anyone that lives in a tiny home yes online i do okay. um uh, my friend dana i love her hi dana mm-hmm. i met her online doing shows online but mm-hmm. she lives in one that she worked hard for years to like build her own and we yeah. kind of like get emotional talking about like cool. just being proud of like being you know yeah. self su- self-sufficient or whatever so she has one that she lived i have my friend that i worked with on the floor plan he's currently mm-hmm. building one he also lives in one that's why he's so good at building them because so he built cool. one for himself already yeah and who else do i know i don't think those are the only people i know personally personally that live in them and are you like in a forum do you belong to some online communities that you're like checking on a regular basis for updates um so i don't check it super regularly but um only because I feel like I'll probably check back in more when I know I'm at the next step yeah. for things. But the Latch Collective in Los Angeles, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that there are other tiny home communities, mm-hmm. ADU uh, collectives of people, but that has been such an awesome resource. They're all so nice about any questions that you have about it. Like, I love them. And they do such informative seminars. They're all mm-hmm. up to date about, like, what it's a great group to be on even just to see what's happening with legislation in other places, all that stuff. But they also, for people that are actively building theirs right now, they do have a different part of the community that you can Mm -hmm. join to actively work on your tiny homes together. So there are people that are building and there's like, okay, well I'm a part of the collective. So we're all going to work on so-and-so's house this weekend Mm -hmm. or this house. And it's like, yeah, I'm not an electrician, but this guy Mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Um, And yeah, that whole thing is like really cool. So if you want to look up Latch Collective, they have like a Facebook and everything. It's awesome. So funny. (laughs) I wanted to put my dog away for this. But if I'm going to have a podcast at some point, she's going to show up. That's fair. Please don't lick the microphone. Also, that's so funny. I hope you can pick up that sniff. (laughs) Can you sniff? Can you sniff? Please. I hope it doesn't pick it up because that means it'll pick up like my breathing too. Mila, please give us a segment. Do you Mila, like a tiny home for Mila, a tiny dog? Mila, do an ad for Galena's Notary. 
Uh, and the people that are only listening to this and not watching the YouTube are not even going to know what the hell's going on right now. But my dog. Has oh, I arrived. forgot about that. And yeah. Mila, what uh, we have been <laughs> accused multiple times of eating chapstick. Your thoughts? <laughs> no comment. Interesting. Interesting. But I feel like she's hiding something. We'll she come does. back next episode. Yeah. Your next guest has to also interrogate her about chapstick. Well, is there anything else that you want to um, say about tiny homes? Let me see. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of the bases just in terms of like the stigmas around them, um, what they actually are. Um, I would say if you're a, if you live in like, because I feel like even in LA we're used to smaller spaces. If you live in like a regular suburb and you can afford, if you live with your boyfriend and you can live and you can afford an apartment that has like a bedroom Mm -hmm. or even two bedrooms and you have like an office, but you like fall in love with this on HGTV. Like that is not the same. (laughs) Like I really, I feel like that's the only thing is Mm -hmm. really people maybe kind of falling in love with this romanticized version of it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe even watching people that are like, Oh, it's great. We can open this up and we just like watch the sunset every day. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh, that looks like it's like, yeah, but you don't live that life. You're not those people. (laughs) That's not what you're, gonna be like living in this Mm -hmm. small space so i would say like maybe just be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. and how you actually live your everyday life because that was really what i think i spent the most time on was being like where do i spend the most time how do i use this space do i stand up do i sit down do i want this to be taller short do Mm -hmm. i want more space here where am i willing to sacrifice space like Mm -hmm. all of those things are that means you're really so much more in tune to, with how you function than probably most people. That's true. But I think that if you want to think about changing, if you happen to be interested in any, in it even, mm-hmm. that is a good thing that it kind of even brings it to your attention. Even right. if you decide that it's not for you, mm-hmm. it kind of brings your attention the way that you live your life. And because yeah. I think it has also, because in my apartment now, it kind of made me realize, oh, I sit at my desk all day long Mm -hmm. i literally sit in a corner of my studio apartment all day just writing and so i kind of rearrange things where i have other spaces now that i like enjoy other parts of my apartment and like have downtime that isn't just staring at my computer and you're also then i think like for anyone that wants to get into this and for them to take the time to evaluate how they live their lives that'll then open avenues to being more sustainable and to like seeing where they're being wasteful and maybe correcting it because maybe people just don't even notice where they're being wasteful. That's what I think I feel like is a good idea of it overall short of it being a fad. Even Mm -hmm. if you did the exact same thing, didn't change anything about how much square footage you have, but just realize that you could just do a little bit less in any capacity Mm -hmm. would be great. And I even kind of like the, idea i think the only thing we didn't really touch on is the ways that they're being used to like combat homelessness like oh yeah let's talk about like adus like there's Mm -hmm. communities in like i think it was either houston or austin there's a huge one Mm -hmm. um they're great options for like temporary housing um in in addition to Mm -hmm. what they will hopefully become because that's what i was talking to another friend that's looking into them it's like even with adus and the laws that we're getting passed we're inching closer to it but it's like they're Mm -hmm. still kind of loopholes that keep it for people that already have money like it's still not the solution that it could be for people right which is unfortunate because when you consider 
that you could find some sort of plot of land and oh, what you might put a I couple mean. houses on. It's like, it's, yeah, you could put a whole community and so give people autonomy yes. that you don't get in an apartment building and be able to give people opportunities mm. that don't have them right now. Exactly. It's so frustrating to even recognize what it is, do mm-hmm. a little bit of research and realize how close you possibly could be right. to something and then realize that there's all of this like red tape in the way. So mm-hmm. it's like even just to, if you're not into it, but you just think that it's a good idea for other mm-hmm. people to be able to do this in an even easier capacity it's like good to learn about so that's probably the only thing we're going to talk about is yeah it's like a great if you are okay with it not feeling claustrophobic or you Mm -hmm. think that it's something that's practical for you it's just a great way for all of us to try to find places to put everybody yeah (laughs) we certainly don't have enough solutions now (laughs) yeah so but yeah, I mean, it's great. I think they're awesome. It's really interesting. I just love houses and structure and architecture mm-hmm. in general. So I just think it's even interesting, all the problem solving of right. the different ways and like not even tricks because some of them are just beautiful architecture. Yeah. That actually, I don't know. It's great. Like I love them. There's I love it. So many aspects. I knew I would learn, but I learned more than I thought. Oh I yeah, would. good. Yeah, truly. I don't know what I'm talking. I didn't I set like, the bar high enough. Good. That's on me. <laughs> No, I'm glad that I could do it because even this was like a few months ago. So this mm-hmm. is just all the random stuff burned into my brain because I love tiny <laughs> houses now, I guess. But you know about them. I Yay. mean, clearly this this is a point of expertise for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's my final question. Okay, what? <laughs> all right. Is your tiny home going to have its own uh, washer and dryer? Are you going to abandon oh. the laundry mat? Literally, like, one of the first things that I did was, like, shop (laughs) full-size stacked washer dryers. That's one thing, like, some people will even do, like, one full-size. But you know Mm -hmm. the ones that, like, it washes and dries in the same machine? Yeah, I don't like that. No, I want full rotation. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, that's my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) I miss it so much. I miss being able to do laundry in my Mm. apartment. Because I still like laundry. Like laundromats also, but like laundry, mm-hmm. separate affair. But oh, <laughs> oh, I would die. You would have your own laundry. My Love God. Love I'm it. just going to Google stacked washer dryers <laughs> after this. Oh. So am I. Like actually. a red one, maybe. I'm into it. That's the only color I would do other than black is red, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Not into stainless steel appliances. Mm, uh, Like, yes, for a kitchen. But for mm-hmm. some reason, I never think of stainless steel for washer and dryer. But yeah, I would yeah. consider it. I guess I just think about fingerprints. But yeah, I never oh, think yeah. about stainless steel for the washer dryer. Remember when Cadillac made washer dryers? No. Oh my God, I'm going to get one of those. If anybody remembers <laughs> Cadillac, I swear Cadillac made washer dryers. I'm not making it up. You're like, I'm going to get vintage washer dryers. I hung out in Home Depot a you, lot you better, get, you better get the steel walls then if you're going to get an There's old Cadillac so, washer dryer. You know, set that place swank. on fire. It's so <laughs> swank. It's bigger than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a car that can wash clothes. <laughs> That would probably be very cute, actually. I have to Google that when we're done, so I have yeah. to make sure that's not a like dream that I had. But I, I swear don't think it. Real. I believe you. I feel like so who knows funny. laundry like you know laundry. so <laughs> 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 funny. Thank you so much for yeah, letting me talk about this. Yeah, thank you for doing this. I, I appreciate it so much. Um, this is uh, you are the first. You're you're breaking my cherry on on this here. Yeah, this podcast. So, new pod, um, tell, new pod. Yeah, uh, go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Oh yeah, um, you can find me 
on Katrina Savad, which is S-I-V-A-D, but it's just mm-hmm. Davis, Davis backwards. Davis backwards, yeah. Literally I love that. Boring. It took me like two years to figure out that that's what it was. It's, <laughs> and then when I did, I was like, mm, I see what you did there. It's one of my favorite things in the world. People mm-hmm. have like brought me up at shows. Yeah. And gone, <gasps> like <laughs> while they're saying my name out loud, like, cause they tagged me. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, but yeah, it's just Davis backwards, but that's like my website, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, everything is Katrina Savad, Fantastic. but you can also follow me on Katweetna and maybe I'll start <laughs> using, maybe I'll start Katweetna's using it. Making a comeback. I you love heard it. it here first. It's so good. I got that issue in like <laughs> 2010 or something embarrassing. <laughs> I've never used it. Uh, well, where do they find wait Katrina. do you yeah. not do your i guess you're the po- i was like do, where do they do you find your notary stuff i'm joking but i feel like at the top i guess i'm gonna try to you. figure out well maybe i'll do it here so i don't have to record a se- no i still have to record an intro episode because i didn't like properly intro this oh, i respect you so okay. i'm just gonna give myself more work and record a separate intro <laughs> that's fine but yeah look up katrina and look up tiny homes Yay. and look up sustainability yeah and yeah, thank you for listening. I got to come up guys. with a sign off, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because what's your, what's it called? Podcast and Curious. Okay. Stay curious. Stay curious. <laughs> <laughs>